Welcome to the Med Street Journal. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Med Street Journal podcast. My name is Rodney Hood. Today I'm joined by a very special guest, Mr. Mehdi Tabrizi. Uh, Mehdi is the Chief Marketing Officer, Managing Director, Innovation and Customer Experience for Moda Inc. He leads the marketing organization for Moda and its portfolio of businesses. Mehdi is a visionary, international leadership executive and entrepreneur with more than 20 years of results for companies ranging from startups to global 500 companies across various industries. So with that being said, I'm excited to have him on and learn a little bit more about what he's doing in the healthcare space. So that being said, welcome to the podcast. Good morning. Thanks for having me on. No problem. No problem. Why don't we get started? Why don't you give people a brief background of who you are and how you got into this healthcare space and ended up at Moda? Sure. Yeah, my journey has been probably a little bit unconventional to say the least. Moda was a client of mine. I was working at an innovation and design consultancy known as Ziba, renowned international firm. And Moda was a client and we, my team and I helped them rebrand the firm. It was previously known by a different name. And with the introduction of the ACA, they wanted to become more consumerized as an organization. So it was a rebranding effort. And that's how I got to know the organization. And then once we finished the project, shortly after I joined to help them build the brand and the marketing capabilities within the organization. Awesome. And so your background actually comes from marketing rather than healthcare. My background comes from marketing. My background comes from innovation. My original background is I'm an engineer. So I got trained as an engineer. But I was always very passionate about the business side of things. So that's how I got into the business side. But at the core, I'm a creative. So I enjoyed the creativity. So my path was unconventional. So I think in many ways, it's a combination of business, technology, and creative. And that's what marketing is about today. I think marketing has evolved. It's no longer just about the, the big campaigns any longer. It's really about many aspects of the customer experience, data insights to drive a lot of decision makings. So it's a really a combination of being analytical, technical, and creative. Awesome. Awesome. And so that kind of brings you to Moda. So can you describe what Moda is, what you guys are doing, and sure. who you guys are really looking to help? Of course. So Moda is a regional health services organization. It's been around since 1955. It's a very entrepreneurial organization. The core of the business is health insurance, dental insurance, pharmacy business. But then we also expand into the uh, entire value chain within the context of the healthcare. So we have dental facilities. We get into infusion business side of things. So there's many aspects to the business, but obviously the core is the insurance side, the medical, pharmacy, and dental. We are in four states, Alaska, Oregon, Washington, and Texas, and and growing. It's a, it's an organization with very strong beliefs and very an entrepreneurial spirit. Ah, it's awesome. It's good to hear Texas because that's actually where I'm at. So, oh, there you go. We're just <laughs> entering the market there. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. And so, when it comes to a health-focused company, and you're playing the marketing role, and you're talking about data and analytics, how does that apply to what you're doing and how are you going about marketing for Moda and that organization? 
That's a great question. I think at the core, Mar marketing is one is building the brand. It's it's less about trying to promote advertise. It's really trying to deliver on your promise. How do you build a marketing organization that's really focused on the customer's needs and wants? So our marketing extends not just from messaging and communication, but also to the digital experiences. And as we know, in the digital side of things, you really need to understand or leverage data to drive those experiences, understanding where the gaps are, where the opportunities are. And then also on, on the acquisition side, try really understanding your market again, leveraging data and insights. And obviously being in the health insurance, uh, health insurance company, we have a lot of information about our consumers in terms of the health and so forth. But at the end of the day, it's using that information to help them improve their lives. To me, that's the reason why I joined healthcare was really to how do we help people live a better life, right? How can we help people with that are well to stay well? How do we help people that are uh, have chronic conditions to improve their health? And that's what really Moda is all about. We see ourselves as a guide to people on their journey to better health. And our marketing efforts is really aligned to that notion and to that promise. Awesome. That's interesting because like when you do think about marketing or when you do think about healthcare, you realize how impactful that all the decisions that you make on the business end are to the people who are actually receiving your services of care. And so it's, it's a lot more satisfying when you go about it that way. And so you're talking about building brands, like the importance of brand, not just Moda as a company, but when you're helping other companies building their brand, getting their message out, how do you, what do you focus on for them? What, what is that process like? It varies from company to company, right? You really need to understand who you are as an organization. What is your culture? What is your DNA? You also need to align your brand strategy with your business strategy. What are you trying to do from a business perspective? Uh, and then more importantly, you need to understand who the audience is. So mm-hmm. I think people try to always come up with a standard ways of approaching things. They, that's, you always have to look at the context and the context varies from organization to organization. Even within the same space industry, one organization has a very different philosophy, very different culture to another organization. So at the core of it, in order to be authentic, you need to understand who you are. In order to really connect, you need to create meaningful experiences for consumers. And also you have to be relevant to the time, right? So you look at all those three factors and then you establish what is the appropriate way to make that connection between your organization, your brand, and the consumer. At the end of the day, it's ultimately about consumers. They're the ones who decide what your brand is about. You can tell them what it is about, but it's what they experience ultimately that that determines that perception, right? So the process is really starts with really digging and understanding who you are and what your business is and who your customers are. I think that's the best approach to determining what your brand strategy is. Awesome. So really just doing that, that deep dive, that discovery, really peeling back the layers on not just what you do and how you do it, but like why you're doing it and who it is that you're trying to influence and impact. Yeah, absolutely. I think right now, for example, over the last few years, things come to become like the latest trend is about purpose-driven organizations, right? 
And I think, again, that applies to many organizations, but not necessarily every organization's purpose-driven. So you really have to understand the context of, again, what matters to you as an organization and what matters to your customers. Do they really care about your purpose in the context of what they're purchasing from you? It could, from one industry or one product, very, could be very different to another. So I think people that just jump on the latest thinking or the latest trends, I think sometimes miss the larger context that then those things may not be relevant to their business. Awesome. And so when you are, so you went through that discovery, that deep dive, you understand the foundation of who it is that you help and how you can strategically go about positioning your brand within an industry. And so once you have that foundation of information, what sort of content or what sort of campaigns have you found most effective in helping your companies, helping get the message out? I think, again, ultimately, content is about creating messaging that's relevant to your audience. So you need to know where your audience is, right? And then what is meaningful and relevant for them. For us, it's about information, it's about education, and it's about inspiration, right? In the context of healthcare, a lot of people don't have all the information as it pertains to health information. So education is good, information is, is great, and we all need inspiration sometimes. So that's for us, the approach that we've taken. But again, it varies from company to company, and you really need to, again, if you understand your audience and where, they, and where you can meet them, and I think you'll develop the right content that will connect with their hearts and minds. Awesome. Awesome. And so when thinking about your clients, what is the situation like before they even find you guys? Like how are they feeling? What sort of situation are they in? And then after they meet you guys, what is that transformation that you take them on and how are their lives or their businesses impacted after working with you? That's, that's a great question. I think ultimately what we're trying to do is deliver on our promise, right? And delivering on your promise, hopefully the customer understands and appreciates because that's what they buy into, what you're hoping, what you're hoping to deliver for them. And once they see and, and realize you are delivering on their promise, then obviously they're excited to be with you and they want to remain with you. So in the context of healthcare, for example, or health insurance in particular, we offer a lot of different programs that, you know, in terms of health coaching, in terms of mental wellness, in terms of diabetes. Uh, so there's a lot of different programs that we offer and all of those are designed going back to the promise of guiding people on their journey to better health. So once they take on some of these programs and realize the benefits of them, then obviously they appreciate that we're delivering on our promise and want to continue to have a relationship with us. I think ultimately it really boils down to what is it that you're promising your customers and what are you doing to make sure you're delivering on it and they're realizing the, the value of those, of that uh, promise. Awesome. And so just out of curiosity, is your main target audience as far as like mode and the, who it is that you guys are trying to help? Is it more B2B focused or like B2C, like directly to? It's both because in the context of insurance, you have commercial, Medicare, individual market, Medicaid, where you're interacting with 
consumers directly. Awesome. Okay. It's interesting. And I know doing some research on your company came across the little fun fact that you guys are the title sponsor, the Portland Trailblazers. So talk about that. Kind of sounds cool. How did that end up? What's the impact been? I think that's a good, it's, it's a great question. And the reason we wanted to partner with the Portland Trailblazers, because we wanted to really impact the community and the Portland Trailblazers have a great uh, presence in the Oregon community. They have a, and they're also very committed to the community. So we wanted to see how together we could help build stronger, healthier communities. So that was the essence of the relationship. How can we go into those in different various communities? And like we have programs that we build playgrounds, we go to schools and provide backpacks. We go across the state bringing information around healthcare and nutrition. So they have the reach and we have the information around health and and the commitment to building healthier communities. So by partnering together, and we could achieve that in a much stronger and collaborative way. So that was the essence of why we wanted to partner with them. Obviously, it helps us to uh, get the name also out on our message and promise to the to our members. So it's also an avenue for that. But the the foundation was really built on how do we together with them build the healthier communities. And if you look at some of the work we've also done with, we have a partnership with their, two of their top players in Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum. They're also part of, they're our brand ambassadors. And all the work that we do with them is really about how do we impact health in the community. It's not about them selling our products or selling or promoting our services. It's really about a message of how do we help people, inspire them to live a healthier life, or what are the health tips and things that we can bring information to the, uh, to the consumers? So it all goes back to that notion of how do we together build healthier communities? Yeah, I like that. And reminds me of a saying, like, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. And I feel like this is a powerful uh, partnership that you guys can have to really amplify what it is that you guys are trying to do. And so you mentioned the importance of building that community and finding the right people and the pieces of the puzzle to help you be as efficient as possible in doing so. But what are some like obstacles or little challenges that you faced along the way of actually trying to educate a market and grow a community around what you guys are trying to do? It's the challenge always becomes one of resources because you want to always do more than what you can. So, but we haven't had too many challenges because once people really understand the sincerity of what we're trying to do, the authenticity of who we are, and they want to be part of it and they want to help. So we partner with a lot of nonprofits, organizations, and they also help us to partner with them and, and bring the message of health and healthier communities. Frankly speaking, we have not had too many challenges because as I said, once people understand that the sincerity of what you're trying to achieve, uh, they want to be part of that too. We've had very little challenges to that. Wow, that's awesome to hear. <laughs> you don't hear that often, to be honest. So on the flip side then, because it seems like you guys have momentum, you guys have an established track record. What are some recent milestones or accomplishments that really stick out to you that you guys are most proud of? 
most proud. As I said, the company is is growing, so there's a lot of different factors of success. But at, at the end of the day, as I said, what we're most proud of is if we're helping our members become healthier. Right, that's the most important thing for us, and 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 we invest a lot in in those types of things, in programs and services to achieve that. In, in the context of our partnership, for example, with Blazers, we've been building playgrounds every year and, and through a program that we have with them called Motor Assist. And so that's you know been great. I think given the last 12 months, what we've been going through, we have been able to continue to deliver services and like previously without any changes. So I think we've been supporting dental offices, for example, to get them back into practicing again during the COVID times. We partner with distilleries to make hand sanitizers at the beginning of COVID when there was a shortage of them. So we all those little things matter at the end of the day. So I don't want to contribute to one or two big things because our organization's broad and we have people that are trying to impact the communities in various ways, small or large. So there's a lot of different elements uh, that are going on that we believe has impacted the community. Awesome. So way more than just health insurance, you guys offer anything, pretty much whatever it is that the company needs to get them out. Yeah, there. we try to, as I said, as a building healthier communities, like the notion of partnering, distribute them. We saw that as a way that we need to do, jump in and support the community. So at that time, that was important. And that's what we did. Our decisions are always through that lens. How can we improve the healthcare continuum? How can we bring more value to the healthcare space? How can we help people, as I said, improve their health? Awesome. And can I have one more question before we start to wrap things up? And then be like, what sort of advice would you have to other businesses that are looking to build a community and looking to improve the lives of other people and their health and wellness and whatnot? Again, I think part of it has to come from the DNA of the organization. So again, going back to the essence of discovery of who you are and what you're about, and then deciding where you want to also contribute. I think every organization can contribute to the community in different ways, and they need to decide what's the most impactful for the way for them to do that. It could be in the context of environment, for example. It could be in the context of serving underserved communities. It could be in the context of kids. It could be, in, so you really need to understand the intersection of your organization and what the community needs are and where you can have the biggest impact. And what does that intersect with your business? I think when you find those intersections, that's where most likely you are going to make the biggest impact because people also want to believe that what you're doing is genuine it's sincere. And so when it comes from the DNA, it will happen naturally. And, and as I said, uh, people will gravitate towards it and, and they'll believe you. Whereas if you're just trying to do something because you feel like people will like that and sounds good and it's marketing, then I think you'll fail. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good point. It's crazy. Cause like when you think of marketing, it's like the information that you put out there, what you want people, how you want people to perceive you. But the real power is branding and that's what people are saying about you when you're not in the room and so it's like if exactly. you understand like your why 
like people, like I said, like people don't care what you do or how you do it, but if they buy into why you do it, like Simon Sinek says, you can create a movement, you can grow a following. So absolutely. I think as I said, marketing often is seen as sort of messaging only, but once they hear your message and, and they buy into it, but if they don't experience it, then what are they going to do? They're going to move on. But you want to retain customers. And the only way to do that is be authentic about who you are. And if that comes through your messages and then it's actually delivered in their experience, then that perception will be formed in the way that you, you want, you intend it to be. And you're, you're most likely to have you know, loyal customers and, and advocates. Awesome. So coming up towards the end of the interview, but I like to end each interview on a little lighter exercise of something I call the rapid fire round. So I'm asking you a a list of questions and you just give me whatever answer you come up with. Sounds good. Awesome. All right. So question number one, what is your favorite book of all time? The favorite book of all time. Oh, that's a tough one. (laughs) It's flat. I think that was the, the one that I'm thinking about. Probably that one. Okay. Okay. Who's flat? Number two, who is the most influential person in your life or career? Probably my father. Awesome. Shout out, Mr. Tabrizi. (laughs) Three, what is one goal you want to accomplish this year? One goal I want to accomplish this year. These are good questions. I think one goal is just to be at a better place overall for my own overall well-being from health and profession. So just finding that balance, especially since we've been going through COVID over the last 12 months, I think this year is trying to, how do we overcome that and be in a better place individually? I like that. I like that. And last but not least, what is one piece of advice you would give to your 20-year-old self? Oh, 20 self. So many of those. (laughs) I think fail early, uh, try new things, don't be afraid, pursue your dreams. It's much better to try things while you're young. And even if, if you fail, you learn through those experiences and sets you to become a, a stronger person later on. So try things, go, for your, go after your dreams and uh, don't be afraid. Okay. I think that's an excellent way to... And today's episode, perfect piece of advice. So maybe I just want to thank you again for just jumping on, sharing what you're doing over at Moda and how you're helping to um, build communities, leave an impact on people's lives. And so it's been interesting. I found a lot of value from it as, as far as like the marketing and branding aspect. So personally, thank you for that. <laughs> thank you so much, Rodney. It was a great pleasure speaking with you and I look forward to continuing our dialogue later on. Yeah, no problem. But before we go, where can people learn more about you? Where can they connect with you? Where can they learn more about Moda? LinkedIn is probably the best way to connect with me. I'm fairly active on that one. So people can find me there. And obviously modahealth.com is our our website. So that would be probably the best two avenues. Awesome. Well, I'll be sure to include those links in the resources. That concludes today's episode. Catch you guys on the next one.